It's part two of the 2022 football schedule outlook for UCLA. I'm your host, Zach Anderson Yoxhammer. This is Locked On UCLA as we bring you the last few games of the 2022 football schedule. We'll be joined by Zach Candy in just a moment. But first, UCLA fans, get your hands in the air. Another eight clap, baby. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You. C-L-A, UCLA, fight, fight, fight. As once again, we thank you for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. You can find the podcast wherever you find your podcasts. In the meantime, let's get back to business, y'all. Six and three versus seven and two. The over-under for the win total of the Bruins this year is expected from Online. Eight and a half wins. Zach Candy joining us here today from Fox Sports and a betting enthusiast, Zach Anderson Yoxhammer, your host for Locked On UCLA. Well, we're very optimistic this year, and it's because UCLA has a very cupcake schedule to start the season. We both had them starting 5-0, and kind of getting through that four-game stretch, beat up, and also getting some big wins. And now we've reached the final portion of of the UCLA schedule. You had them taking that loss to ASU. I have them winning at on the road at ASU. And then now they play Arizona, USC, and Cal to end the season. And some might have them going one and two. Some could have them two Oof. and one. Or if we're going crazy, they could be three and oh. And maybe we've lost you if we said three and oh. But you never know. As we head into that November 12th, probably 730, 745. 9.45 Pacific time kickoff. Let's be real against Arizona at home. <laughs> <laughs> they they always start those games against yeah. the Arizona schools as late as humanly possible. If if it starts before 7.30, it's it's against nature. It just doesn't yeah. work. You're most definitely getting Pac-12 after dark for that. 100%. Even if the Bruins are 7-2 with a lot of hype going into that game with still a chance to make their bid for the Pac-12 title game, they're going to play a late game. And you have them at six and three coming off of that loss against ASU. So for me, that's two Pac-12 losses. For you, Zach, with a K and an E, it is three Pac-12 losses. Yeah, he's acting weird. And he's got a weird spelling of how you spell his name, <laughs> Zach. But Arizona, I think we're both in agreement, should be a very easy win. And you never know in the Pac-12. We saw Arizona do some funky things. We have saw different teams do weird things at this point in the schedule, whether there's Good, bad, ugly, who knows, should be a cupcake UCLA victory. I think, uh, yeah, uh, much like I said with that Stanford game, like uh, we're pissed. We just let something happen last week that shouldn't happen. Um, now I have to take it out on you. No fault to your own Arizona Wildcats. But I think they will most definitely uh, be relieving some frustrations on what I predict to be a Sun Devil loss. Um and then going into the Wildcats and just completely inflicting some pain on them. Uh, so I do like it as a big win. And I think they're going to approach it that way because you're going to want to be feeling as good as possible when you go into the game after this, which is the sought after game of the year, every year for this, for this program. And, and when you face your crosstown rival, November 19th against USC at the Rose bowl. I think game day might come to this one. I think game day. I would like that. That would be cool. I think game day should come for UCLA USC at the Rose Bowl, but who can knows? I, They're can always... I also toot my own employer's horn and maybe get Big Noon kickoff instead? I mean, Matt Leinert is on the crew and he has lived this game before. 
why not put big noon kickoff if we were not going to get game day i'm just saying we could put somebody there to do some cool stuff all, all I know is that UCLA will have their fair share of games before they want to rake up realistically on a Saturday for a football game. So I, I think they deserve with all the hype coming into this one, that that game should be a prime time later kickoff at fair. the Rose bowl where it'll be warm. And then all of a sudden just ice cold at night, it'll be yeah, 8 PM. The sun and will be gone. And then you're just cold. But I think the only cold saga as I have UCLA at that point coming in at eight and two. You have them at seven and three, Zach. This is the game, according to how we have our schedules, that could and probably would make or break their Pac-12 title hopes. A win, and they would need another win and possibly in a loss, all but assures them of being eliminated. Yeah. It's just the way sports are beautiful, right? Like it, it comes down to the to the storybook ending of I have to go through my rival and my crosstown foe in order to get to the ultimate prize that I want. And I think that game has that storyline this year. Ah, I think it's huge that it's in the Rose Bowl for this team. I think that is massive. Um, it's, it's really tough because by this time in the season, right, you have to anticipate all these new weapons have now found a way to coexist. Uh, at USC and Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams and uh, you know all these new guys Travis Dye and everyone is probably meshed and they are going to be looking like a formidable foe by this point in the year if we're being honest and the one thing to note it's been some time since UCLA has played USC at the Rose Bowl with fans with fans if we remember that last time UCLA played USC at the Rose Bowl with fans almost, if you go back to the schedule, four years ago to the day, November 17th at 12.30 p.m. kickoff on Fox, ironically enough, UCLA beating SC 34-27 on the heels of a 13-point fourth quarter. It wasn't a big crowd. Spate, the quarterback, and then JT Daniels, who had a big passing day, but nothing to show for it other than just a big loss. Bruins came back to beat the Trojans four years ago was the last time UCLA hosted USC at the Rose bowl with actual fans. Two years ago, we remember that crushing, crushing defeat where USC came back over a big deficit and some humongous catches down the stretch for USC. And they eventually won it at the end there against UCLA two years ago in 2020, another one of those endless 2020 Brutal losses where UCLA was so close so many times. That was December 12th, a 43-38 to 38 loss to the Trojans when they had outscored the Bruins by 17. UCLA used all that animus last year, put up 62 in the Coliseum, a very empty one. Coliseum. But I think now that this is all coming back, UCLA fans will show up and show out. USC fans oh. at some point will buy up their allotment of tickets unless they've just completely salted away their season. But I think this will be the biggest game in the Rose Bowl for quite some time, even bigger than the LSU game last year. That's obvious. Absolutely. You're saying, Zach, you are speaking the most obvious dumb thing in the world. But the numbers haven't proven it in the last few Very years true. of attendance figures. So this will be the one that stacks up. The fans will show up just to look to beat down and knock out Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams and company with all their new weapons. 
But first, let's hear some words about LinkedIn. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 800 million people. You can add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile that helps spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions makes it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Did you know nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn every week? That's why you need to post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I think UCLA gets it done and I think they find a way to blow a big lead. They come out swinging, but I think UCLA actually gets it done against the Trojans in their senior day DTR's last home game at the Rose Bowl. And I think he gets a swan song with a nice victory over the Trojans, an epic battle. And the first game in four years where UCLA will host a game with fans against USC, I think they get it done. Yes, I'm saying it. They're nine and two. Uh, the way you just processed that and just gave me like, I have chills. Like, I want that. That's what I want. I want nothing more than what you just said. I don't know if I believe it will happen. I don't. Like, I, I don't. I just. If, if this was the second game of the season, I'd say UCLA by three touchdowns. Like, I would I would think we caught them at the right time. On the flip side of that, I think we're catching them at the absolute worst time. If they all if they have a good record, they will be having college football playoff hopes uh, or possibly playing towards that. Uh, a lot of talent on this USC team. And if it does culminate and it does come together by the right time, do I think USC wins this game? Probably. Will I bet USC to win this game? Not a chance in HE double hockey sticks. No way. I don't have it in me. I don't like, I physically can't walk up to somebody and give them money and say, I want to put money on USC. I just don't have it in me. So we're riding with your prophecy over there. UCLA has to find a way to get it done in the Rose Bowl. And in all seriousness, if you look at it as a, uh, a, a school and a program, you're looking at it as, gosh, this is probably my best chance to get USC in the next three seasons. Like, once Lincoln Riley, and especially once they go to the Big Ten, I think the recruiting will swing heavily for USC. I think they will start to get a lot of recruits. A lot of the ones that go to the Big Ten and go to Iowa, Wisconsin, those, Lincoln Riley is great at what he does. He will find a way to probably get, tap into that. But this season, and what he has to work with right now, and what UCLA has right now, as I alluded, I think they match up pretty darn good. I think it's destined to be a great game, regardless of who comes out on top. I think UCLA knows this is their chance to really go get Lincoln Riley early. Like, I can get one on him right away, and I will be able to say forever, like, oh, at least, well, we beat Lincoln Riley. We can build off of that. I think that plays here. UCLA can win that game. They can win that game. As I said, do I do I think USC wins? I probably think USC wins that game. Like, So you're giving them a fourth loss then? I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't bet on USC to win that game, but to tell you as an analyst, yes, UCLA probably gets their fourth loss against USC. 
So I, I personally will not be betting that. I will be betting on UCLA and hoping, oh, do it, boys. So I had them at nine and two. Zach realistically has them at seven and four. <laughs> Thank you for prefacing it that way. <laughs> nine and two. I am an optimist by nature. All my family and friends, they say I'm an optimist. Zach, you can speak to this. I'm the most optimistic fool on the planet. I am the most optimistic fool on the planet. But we did realistically give them the two losses against Utah and Oregon at home and on the road. I just think they'll come out and you make a lot of valid points, a lot of valid points. But I just think they do it. They'll just. I want you to be right. I I want you to be so right. There'll be such a buzz in the Rose Bowl. That we just can't, it can't be described in August. Yeah. And it probably won't be described in mid to late November when we have so many things going on in the month of November. Forget, we can't forget the World Cup. All these things will be going on in November. It'll be a very busy, busy month of November. And that night will be highlighted on November 19th, playing the Trojans as UCLA will simply say, all right, we're here looking to get two big wins and that's a, a game against USC this year at home that will change the trajectory of Chip Kelly's extension will change oh the God. trajectory God. of recruiting and if the Rose Bowl is packed out full of fans like eight years ago and when they're getting big victories whether in the middle of the day or late in the evening against the the Trojans it it, it can change how their Big Ten looks it's yeah one of those hidden things that you don't want to say it hinges on that but it honestly does. November 19th, a Saturday at the Rose Bowl. I had them winning, going nine and two. At this point in their eight Pac-12 games, I had them six and two. Zach, you have them seven and four, four and four in Pac-12, heading into their final game on the road, a short week on Black Friday at Cal. Nobody's going to watch this game. It's 1.30 on Fox. There's, I believe the U.S. national team is playing, right, on Black Friday? Yeah, in soccer. So yeah, they play England that day. By the way, probably the bit one of the biggest games. So just a reminder: um, if you're a soccer fan, if you're not, they're playing England that day. As much of a fan as I am, I'm gonna try and watch so many games at once. But I can tell you, realistically, yeah, I need more TVs in my house. We need more TVs, <laughs> and I will be watching the U.S. play England. I don't know what time that game is. I forgot if I've missed it. Who knows? But yeah, it's a 1:30 kickoff on a short week after an emotional game against USC. And this is where the homerism stops. They're losing to Cal. I've seen too many times <laughs> that Black Friday game where Pac-12 title hopes are on the line. I've been in the Rose Bowl when they played that terrible, terrible game against Stanford. Last year, Cal went five and seven. And just on sheer crushing blows, just because I know how it feels when being in the Rose Bowl, knowing, all right, all they have to do is win this game, and they're in the Pac-12 title game. All they had to do was win a nice game against Stanford. November 28th, that Friday game at the Rose Bowl, after they beat who? USC at home. The Bruins that year, back in 2014, their last time they had nine or more wins when they went 10-3. and What did they do? Bruins had come off of back-to-back losses to Oregon and Utah. Not in that order, though, in October and September, or in October, excuse me, they had then gone with five straight wins and lost at home to Stanford at 1230. You're telling me at 130 out at Memorial Stadium at Cal on a Friday afternoon on a short week that the Brewers are going to get it done? No. I. This is where the, the 
the horrible Bruin sad, just down on my luck. This it's just it's yeah. it's not gonna happen. I just at FTX Field at Cal Memorial Stadium, no, it's it's a loss. They're nine and three, and I have them hitting that mark in the regular season, but I have them falling just short. That's that's just from painful pasts kind of rearing their ugly head. You're it's laughing because you know it's so true. If you're a Bruin fan and <laughs> You're either hating me for all this stuff. You know it's true. You know it's true. It's just I don't think you've made more valid points in my entire time knowing you as a friend. I think this is the most sense you've ever made in your life. Uh, if they lose, if they, if they Here, win, here's my preface. Here's my preface. They, if they, if they win lose the US, USC. They will beat Cal. That's, that's what, exactly will happen, what I was going to say, but not with exactly the win I'm saying. Yeah. If they win against USC, like you said, and Colin Coward always says this, like bet against the team after an emotional win like an emotional win is more times than not followed by a stupid loss and if they win that emotional game because i think you're right i think the energy in the usc game in the stadium is going to just be the best energy we've probably seen in that stadium in a usc ucla game in 10 years um chip kelly's entire future with the program may lean on it recruiting thing like i think you're so dead on that if they win that game what it's a program changing win this year if they can win that game and if they do, I think you're 100% right. <laughs> they're losing to Cal. Like, <laughs> lock it in. They're going to look completely awful, and they will lose that game. Because um, it's a Friday, uh, midday, oh. short week game. You're no one will be me? watching. Every UCLA fan will be watching USA and England, and then they'll look at their phone for a bleacher report. It'll be 17-3 like, to 3 Cal. And- <laughs> ding! Cal beats UCLA 17-3, to 3, and you'll be like, no way. And you'll say no way, but internally you'll be like, way. Totally, I've known this this whole time. Knew it, knew it. Like, just so right. I have them losing the USC game, which makes me think like you could see like an Ethan Garber's start or something like that, and then they get like a good win, and you have like this new crop of players that played against Cal, getting some good fortune going into next season, and you get that kind of good stuff, which I could totally see happening if we lose the USC game. But uh, yeah, I I don't even I'm crying laughing right now. I think uh, by the way, I will put them down as a win because I think they lose the USC unfortunately. But I just, nothing has been funnier than how you just explained that because if you are a fan of UCLA football and watch UCLA football, like talk about, I've seen this story before. Like you were so, you are just so spot on. They will lose that game. And I hate to say it like that. If they beat USC, they will lose that game. Like it's just too funny. UCLA. I'm I'm already feeling the pain and it's three months away, four months away. Like I'm already (laughs) feeling the pain right now. Well, let's hear some words from BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's almost it's close to four months away from that road Cal game. Oh. 1.30 p.m. on Fox, uh, November 25th, Black Friday. After Thanksgiving, I'll be full of turkey and stuffing. Yeah, full of UCLA defense that, that day. I'm sure of it. <laughs> so we have UCLA nine and three. I had them already beating that over under win loss total in the regular season. 
You had them at eight and four, which leaves a potential bowl game looming at nine and three. UCLA would get a better bowl game. And it depends based on projections. Sometimes on the nine and three, depending on who gets to go to the Rose Bowl, who could go to a college football playoff. I think the max ceiling with a nine and three would be the Alamo Bowl, like going to play Texas, going to play in Texas. That's like how Brett Hundley ended his career. That's where I think like a max. There's so many bowls nowadays and so many connections and weird names, just like an Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Like how DTR could end his career. That would be a nice send off. And I think they would lose that game and fall the nine and four, but still have a successful season by beating SC. Where do you think they go from an eight and four season trying to get that eight and a half wins above or below? Yeah. I mean, gosh, with, with a bowl game and you go into it at eight and four, it feels like you're going to go into a winnable bowl game, by the way, like it sounds like a very winnable bowl game. Uh, You'll probably face some like middle tier power five team, bottom of a, kind of conference power five team 500 ish thing um and that feels like if dtr plays in a game like that it feels like like a game you're going to all but win and you get to send them off as a you know one of the better more historic i don't want to say historic like a better legacy ucla quarterback i think he's kind of what we saw from him in the beginning of his legacy to what he is now i i can't believe it and to send him out on a win would be nice i could also see like i said in the cal game we are ushering in the new regime behind him and you have this next crop of quarterback and, and players, and they get to play in this kind of big bowl game against a nice power five school. And at that point, it's a coin flip, right? Like, I don't, I don't know how, if that's the way that game goes, I don't know how that game turns out. Probably lean more towards a loss because they just aren't really acquainted with each other with this new regime that we're trying to usher in. So it kind of could go both ways. I'd like to lean towards we send DTR off on a win and I get to see him win one last time and walk off with his UCLA uniform for the last time with a win. He's put a lot of years into this program. It would be nice to do that. So I'm going to say optimistically, that is the way it goes. And we go out on a bowl game and we win that game. So in the end, we both have them surpassing that win-loss total, the over-under of eight and a half. And we both have them at nine and four, vastly different seasons. How did we get there together, though? How did we get there? We we both had them at five and oh, and yet somehow twists and turns, one of us has just, you know, just just the dagger straight in and the other one says, all right, up and down. And now you're going down that, that roller coaster drop. Oof. When the, yeah. the butterflies, everything, all the good, the bad and the ugly that can come with the UCLA football season, regardless of who's playing, Man. regardless of who's the quarterback running back, who's defense, defensive coordinator, who they're playing, whoever's the coach, you just know it kind of ha- comes to a head. And we both had them at nine and four, including a potential bowl game as wildly projectionable as that could be. Uh, we both have them at nine and four. And in my terms, I have them beating SC a very successful season, going one win better than last year, taking the crosstown rivalry and keeping the victory bell for two straight years. You're, you're nine and four. A win for DTR would be a sentimental send off in 2022. It'd get a nice ring to it to ring in possibly Absolutely. the new year, depending when the bowl would be in 2022 or 2023, but also it wouldn't be as successful as I have it, but still be a nice campaign right. and improving upon an eight win season last year. Yeah. I, I think it's funny how we can both project them with, with this same record. And if it goes the way you say it, I'm like, give Chip Kelly an extension. I love what I'm seeing. What's he going to do with this next crop of players? If it goes the way I say it. I think feels very reminiscent of what we've continuously done. It feels like what I did at the end of Jim Mora 
kind of where am I going and how am I getting there, especially leading into my new regime with the Big Ten, I I would be extremely interested to see what the offseason would look like going into next season. If it went my way, as opposed to if it goes your way, I think every UCLA fan would say, holy crap, we beat Lincoln Riley. We had one more win than we had last season. We played in a pretty decent bowl game, the Alamo Bowl or, or whatever it may be. Let's continue to see it. I, I think it's so funny how we can have the same projected record, but the outlook on the season can be just so different because of who they won and who they lost to. It's just funny how we both had them getting over that eight and a half win total from Bet Online, but the nine and four win total is a pretty successful season, regardless of what way you look at it. But that's how we're going to wrap up the 2022 season outlook. And that's how we're going to wrap up this interview, guest host, everything. Thanks, Zach Handy, for joining the show today on Locked On UCLA. Just a reminder go make Locked On Pack 12 your second listener of the day with Spencer McLaughlin. But for Zach Candy, you'll see him plenty on this podcast going forward, and we'll talk so many funny, goofy anecdotes about the future UCLA football season, soon-to-be basketball season, and so on. But for now, this is what we think is their season, 9-4. and four. We keep flip-flopping. There's so many little games, especially in the Pac-12, that you just don't know, and with these short weeks that can really hurt the season, we have them at 9-4, and four. again, surpassing that 8.5 win total you want to listen to us maybe we're your experts in terms of the the bet online numbers but otherwise if just like thinking of a potential roller coaster ride of a season as it's always been with ucla football that is how we think it is that's how it always is so yeah for zach zach we're wrapping up locked on ucla as we end our show today hands in the air bruin fans And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, U, C, L, A, U, C, L, A, fight, 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 my guy. Go Bruins, baby. This has been Locked On UCLA.